Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> the ambient noise, excuse me, ambient music in the background coupled with the jellies art on TV thing that's on Netflix. That's because I think that's what it said. It was like, art oh, for, it's getting much better now. I just turned around. Look at it now. It's getting kind of artsy fartsy. It really is. It's so cool. And it, and I, I think it's like several hours long. I used to play this stuff in the background of my bedroom and then fall asleep to it. So I have dreams of jellyfish. Which reminds me of a funny story. About jellyfish? Yes. Okay. So Bo and I went to Mexico. It was like 2004, 2005. Go to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I start talking and you immediately get on your fucking iPad. I'm, I'm checking for weather because, yeah. hey, folks, it's Sunday afternoon. And, oh, look at that. It looks like rain is coming. Sunday. It's like sun, uh, snow maybe. AccuWeather said that rain was starting in 43 minutes. And I was like, or snow was starting in 43 minutes. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to snow down here. It's not cold enough yet, but this is getting close. The real feel temp is 31 degrees. That's real feel. That's not actual. Your real feel is now 27 degrees. It said it's currently snowing outside. Snow for at least the next 120 minutes. Snowing Boom. outside right now. Says that it's snowing outside right now. Guess what? We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Minute and 20 seconds yes. in. All right. Paul, we're not taking it. So put your fucking no, headphones like, back. Paul has left the building. Turn, you turn it off. I'll be back in a second. No. I think it just rained. I think if it's snowing, shout. I want to go sledding. Well, now, welcome back to the Jobo podcast uh, with only me, Joe. Uh, Paul has left. I don't think he's a part of Cartoon Casual anymore. I don't really know what to do at this point. Uh, other than the fact that uh, I had some good mead. Oh, there he is. Is it snowing? It's snowing. Motherfucker. I fucking knew it. Is it heavy? Uh, no. It's, it's, uh, what's interesting is that my radar here indicates like this would be like a medium rain, but it's just the south of here. It's showing on the mountains, of course. That it's uh, snow or frozen preset, but it's just. You mean just... to tell me that you you are you arguing whether it's snowing outside no, or not? No, it is. I'm arguing with with this the app app with your app. Is it the expensive app? No, this is no. not. It's not the super. But it is lightly snowing outside. There's more coming from the west, moving this way, as you can see. Oh, I definitely see that. Thank so you. maybe it's uh, maybe no school tomorrow. Right. Uh, honestly, 21 years I've lived in Kingman, they've canceled or they've canceled school one time. Oh, one time. Well, I'm not gonna go to school. Uh, yeah, neither am I. I'm not gonna go hang out. Okay, so Bo and I went to Mexico several years ago, and uh, well, it was Joe's we, we, old roommate. Yes, old roommate and a good friend of mine. Yeah. So we go on this uh, scuba or not scuba. It was a snorkeling trip. Snorkeling trip. Puerto Vallarta's setting back in a giant bay. It's called Banderas Bay. It's about 35 miles deep. Out on the edge of the bay, in between the bay and the uh, open ocean, there's these uh, barrier islands, the Marietas, right? Mariet, Mar Las Marietas or whatever. And uh, they originally were one, all one island, but the Mexican army, I think it was, used them as target practice. They shot at them, blew them to hell. 
But then they stopped doing that in like the 80s, and now it's a great place to, to snorkel. Uh, and you see all sorts of cool fish and whatnot, allegedly. So we get all the way out there. We get, we get all the way out there to go snorkel and uh, get in the water. I convince the guy, like, listen, me and him, we're good swimmers. We don't need a, a life jacket. So I'm not wearing a life jacket and trying to snorkel. That's not how that works. And uh, we're right behind the guide, and he's like, eh, snorkeling. Eh, eh, and, then, and then he pops up out of the water. He goes, everybody needs to go back right now. And just start swimming toward us and, like, turn around. Everybody go back the other way. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? What, what ha What's happening? Looking at Bo, and Bo's like, I don't fucking know, but we should listen to him because, you know, we're not from here. He's the guy. He's the guy. He has local knowledge. He does have local knowledge, and uh, we... He got close to Bo and I. He goes, you guys need to go right now. And I'm like, what, what's going on? He's like, there's a gigantic jellyfish bloom happening. And we were about to swim into it. And oh. I'm like, oh, shit. He's the one guide for like a 25-person trip. Wow. <laughs> there's no way that he could have saved everybody if they would have gotten into this. And if they would have been nasty jellies, like they would have, you know, stings and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I just, being the dickhead that I am, I popped, I you know, popped under the water and, swam just like away from like around him looking under the water and there's thousands of jellyfish thousands of them little small ones i'm guessing um uh, upwards like the probably the biggest one was probably over like a foot foot oh. and a half in diameter they're okay. pretty good size and uh they the way those jellyfish blooms work they kind of slowly roll towards like like they, they move kind of in unison yes and they were headed our way like through the current and so we all had to uh, get out of bail. the water. We had to get the hell out of the water. Did you go somewhere else to snorkel? Yeah, we went to another spot and went snorkeling. But uh, the funny thing was, like, oh, you have all these uh, old fart, like all these old fart uh, folks that are like, "Why do we have to get out of the water? I barely got into the water. What's going on?" And then he, once we got on the boat, then he explained because he didn't want anybody to panic in the water. Sure. Then you'd have twenty five people panicking. That'd be get great. It. Everybody panicking. In no water. shit. Yeah. So the funny thing is, is at the end of the day, Bo's like, "Man, I think I got sunburnt," and I see his back. He's got little tiny gel jellyfish stings all over his back. Oh, wow! And then he had a few like they were like just little tiny ones. And then so uh, he's wearing like a tank top. And we go down to the. So bar. he was already in. You guys were in the jellyfish. We were in. Sort of? So what? In what I've come to find out, so we we're at the. He thought it was just something. Like it was itchy or like it was just a little bit of sunburn or something like that when we were in the water. Turns out there's just thousands of little tiny ones. And they, so the guy, uh, the beach, like bar, like the beach, like cabana bar. Sure. The, at our hotel. Tiki bar. The little tiki bar thing. Uh, the, he said, uh, oh, oh, you went, uh, you went snorkeling today, didn't you? He goes, yeah, how'd you know that? He goes, those little dots, we call them burners. Like in Spanish, whatever the term is for burners, like they call them burners. Because they're little baby jellyfish, and they don't, they can't stick on you. But when they make contact, when you're swimming through the water, little, yeah, little and tentacles or whatever. Exactly, not ten, not tentacles. Would they be tentacles? Yeah, they're tentacles. Or, okay. I, don't I think know. there's a proper term for them. But yeah, jellyfish—they still terrify me. Uh, look, just, how, but look how majestic they are. They're like. majestic, but they're—they're. They're, I mean, they're. Fuck, they're they're creepy. I wouldn't say they t they don't terrify me because I've been stung by jellyfish before several times and it, it does hurt. Yeah, and they they don't have a turbo mode. Um, where they can just all of a sudden just come towards you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're not predatory. It's all passive. It's like yeah. they're protecting themselves. So uh, if you get stung by a jellyfish, it's your fault. It's not the jellyfish's fault. So, um, but it's kind of interesting because we have that going, and then I've got the orb over there that has the. Uh, 
I don't know what we call that design. It's like a psychedelic orb. Yeah, kind of glowing, rotating. And then I got the other very s- nice sphere over here, and it all kind of matches the music, the space music that we're listening to. Spacey music. We, we haven't t- guess what year it is, Joe. It's 2019. It is 2019. The 50th. We haven't talked about this. The 50th anniversary of the moon landing. If you believe in that sort of thing, exactly. Yes. Which, which uh, as it gets closer, we'll be talking a lot more about. Oh, it. absolutely. And, uh, oh, speaking of, this morning at Calico's, I saw a guy with a Get Your Ass to Mars t-shirt. And I had to do a double take to make sure it wasn't Buzz Aldrin, because I would lose my <laughs> fucking mind if I saw Buzz Aldrin at a restaurant in Kingman. And I'd be like, hey, hey, man, do you remember when we met when I was like nine? And then again when I was like 11? He'd go, yeah, you've been, you've been He's stalking like, me. Yeah, no, he would be like, yeah, how come you're not an astronaut now like you said you were going to be? And I was oh. like... Sorry, man. I knocked up my girlfriend. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, July twentieth is the uh, anniversary. There's got to be some big shindig going on, with especially Flagstaff, with you said there was some big old going to have a big flag. Old. I, I don't know what they're doing in Flagstaff this year. I know last year they did something. Are right. they are they doing? I don't know they're, why they did something. They're going to have year. to be doing something this year. They're going to have to be doing. something I would hope this year. so. I would hope so. And of course, I'm sure probably in Texas, and then probably in Florida. Texas. I'm, I imagine. Yeah, yep, Texas, Texas. Speaking of aviation stuff, do you know they're uh, canceling? Probably canceling the the A380, the big Beluga airplane. You know, the double decker. Why? I thought it was like the future of air air travel or something, or is it just too expensive? It's kind of a long long story, but apparently it's a money loser. You know, uh, Airbus has not made any money off it. It's a, such an expensive project that costs so much to develop, and they're they're losing money on every single one they make. And then what happened was uh, Emirates Air, or whatever I think it's Emirates, I believe. Yeah, Air Emirates, or whatever. They had like forty or fifty on order, and then they cancel them. Oh, and that was like their their biggest order they had recently, which would have. You know, they don't, they don't crank those things out like four or five a day. It, no, so, no, so it, it, takes, it takes like a couple months or so to, to yeah, put them together. I don't know what the production rate is, but so they cancel that recently, and they say, well, that's the end of that. And uh, the trend is now is for stuff a little bit smaller that's more efficient, like the 787. And uh, Airbus is making a more efficient versions of their medium-sized stuff, too. And and then I read a little further. I kept reading going this rabbit hole about the A380, and I have to check this out, but apparently Boeing uh, a while back – was secretly making ovations, but kind of intentionally to try to throw Airbus off a little bit, saying they were going to develop even a bigger airplane than the 747. Yeah, they've uh, teased that for, shit, 10 years or so. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. And it was humongous. It was gonna, it would carry something like 600 passengers or something. Which shit. is what the, the actual A380 carries more than that. If it's all a commune, it's like 800 passengers. Oh, that but, they're, but none of Emirates never did that. Not that version, though. No, no they, they, they never... They probably carried like five sheiks or something, and that was it. Why did the ambient music get loud all of a sudden? I don't know. Why is there no volume control on this? I didn't do anything. What's happening? I, we'll turn it down in a minute. It's no longer become ambient. Yeah, it's 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 annoying. I want to annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. So so what it is is uh uh, uh oh. So I think they kind of took the bait. I think they were serious. They thought, well, shit. 747 is pretty doing pretty well. My that took a while to, to catch on too. It, it took one one was losing money on that for a while. Really, until it really finally got going. I thought it was so um, like it was so revolutionary at the time or whatever. It, that, it you was, know, but it, but no one they didn't, they didn't they excuse me they did not get a shit pile of orders early on to really carry carry them through cash flow wise. It was I think Pan Am was the first one, and then um, 
Delta bought a bunch of them or a handful of them, but it just Pan Am. Yeah, but it took a while to get going, and then they then they started saying. I, I think it was on purpose, Joe. I think it was like they floated this rumor out there for years and years and years to try to get Airbus to make a big old hog of an airplane, which they did, and they they thought it wasn't going to be the answer, and it as it turns out, it wasn't. So it was kind of oh a, man, that's some kind of a corporate sneak thing. That's that some of, sneaky shit right there. Yeah, and I, the thing is ugly anyway. I don't like it. It's a big old stupid looking. I don't know. I think you're just mad because it drove up the cost of carbon fiber. No, it, there's more carbon fiber. Or, it, there's not much carbon fiber in the uh, A380. I thought the A380 was the one that was predominantly carbon no, fiber. Or is no, that the 787? It's, it's, yeah, 787. That's Boeing. Oh, A380, of course, is oh, Airbus. Okay, got it. So, got it. so I don't know which version. It's A3. 40 or I can't know what it is that Airbus has a version that's similar to the um, 787 built by Boeing here in Seattle and also in uh, the Carolinas and South Carolina that is mostly carbon fiber. I think they've got something that came along after the 787 and that's kind of the trend. But uh, but yeah, they'll be happy to stop making that damn thing probably because it's a money loser. But their government's involved too. It, it's It's subsidized. Uh, oh, quite heavily, and they're yeah. all you know, France is there, Germany, and the, you know all of Europe kind of kind of piled in, and different governments subsidize all this stuff. It was what socialism? Well, okay, we, we we spend a lot of money on military military stuff in this country because yeah, I would I would venture to say actually that we probably spend more money on military contractors than these quote unquote socialist countries spend. On uh, on on joint, like you said, joint government projects. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. Yeah. So just because, but I mean, also look at we're like kind of the world police. We are unfortunately we're that, and we're going to keep being that way. And it's part of the military industrial complex. I'm going to. I also think it. I know you're an international finance guy. Yeah. Or excuse me, I have to say finance because I don't have the degree. Once you get the degree, then you can say finance. I think I've still heard Hick graduates say finance. Finance. Especially if it's from like an SEC school or something like that. Oh, right? Finance. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, yeah, like the, the amount of fucking money we spend. But also, as you said, it's military industrial complex. Yes, I get that. It's and there. I agree. It does exist. And, it, it's and, and all the people true. in the government, they have their the little factories that are in within their district or within their state. And they want to keep cranking these parts out or pieces. Either they're the main contractor or they're subcontractors. No, I making, get it. Uh, it's just part of it. It's a big old money spending thing. But there's also something to be said for keeping our economy somewhat stable. It does. It uh, keeps for economy, being world police. It keeps the economy stable. And uh, I'm not saying we should stop it, but it is a large amount. So you could say that that it is, in effect, a government subsidy if Boeing gets a lot of money from the military. A tremendous amount. Yeah. So, so just because Airbus is not really building any military stuff, but the government kind of kicks in to help development of stuff. It's kind of the same thing. I, I'm sorry. It's not the same thing, but no one's going to get I think all. it's the same thing. I, I, I would say it's, it's absolutely the same thing because are, what ends up happening is is that you have uh, government spending like, as goes to a, a, a military contractor, Boeing, mm-hmm. and then they develop technology. It goes to the military. They utilize it, but that technology then gets used in commercial stuff, which is subsidizing yes. research. Yep. Period. It is. So you that happens. But eh, regardless, it does not matter. Th- there's a lot this of, is not an aviation podcast. There's a lot, well, there's a lot of subsidizing that goes on everywhere. 
I mean, the people just don't really, I mean, we're all aware of it, I guess, all over the place, farming, transportation, just pick an area that we're all, that touches us every day. That was always uh, one of the big stinks in uh, in the Midwest was that uh, farmers uh, basically getting paid to let land go fallow to right. help to, 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 to boost certain markets and do and, this and, and do the that. government people say, well, let the free market decide. Okay. Well, okay. I, I don't know exactly how that would end up. In the long, but they say it would all work out somehow in the end. But the way they they that's pay, still an experiment, and that's a risky experiment. It's huge, and and reason to let it go foul is you know too. It's like you can't have this huge farmer, you know, or you know, or this private farmer, but it's now going more corporate now. But anyway, you can't have them go bankrupt, you know, because they're not, you know, they're not they're producing too much crap. It's, the market's crashing, so you got to say, okay, we don't want you guys to go away. Because you got you to grow some more stuff. And there may be another war effort going on, too, or something like that. you got to have these people ready to go and start cranking out yeah. whatever they got to crank out. Um, so so the moon landing is this year, 50th anniversary, 5-0. <laughs> do, you, do you remember watching it? No, because um, oh. I was uh, – remember how hard it is for me to sleep? N- no. <laughs> You slept through the moon landing? I didn't sleep what through it. What an asshole. My, my parents, I know you were six, right? Parents, you were just yeah. turned six, Yeah, my right? parents yeah. got us up, and then uh, they were, we were living in an apartment complex, kind of a crappy complex, in, um, in Jonesboro, Georgia. That was when my father first got on with, uh, he got out of the uh, Air Force and got immediately on with Delta, was one of the companies that he you know, got on, excuse me, applied for and got on and they were based in Atlanta. So this is just South of Atlanta near the airport, Jonesboro, Georgia. We're living in this crappy apartment complex while he's going through training. And it happened to be the summer that, uh, the moon landing was going on and they, my, our parents, my sister and I, our parents got us up and were literally shaking us in front of the TV telling they're landing on their, they're walking on the moon, Paul, they're, Jeanette and Paul. And we're just kind of, eh, yeah, we're like half awake, half asleep. I don't remember any of it. None of it. That's a shame. I mean, it was definitely, what was it, 12 years before I was born or something like that? Yeah, about that. Right. About 12 years before I was born. I I feel like uh, coffee would have been given to us because I know it was kind of late at night. It was, if, like, I, re- if I recall, like it was like... 9 or 10 o'clock at night or something like that, It was like on that, the right? East Coast. I think it was like midnight-ish uh, or something. I'm going to guess it was somewhere around midnight. too bad. Or 12.30. <laughs> but all the rest of them I remember because now a lot of it happened during the day and I remember them driving. I mean, I remember... I remember our bathroom was you remember was at the end of the hall, like a <laughs> long hall, and the bathroom door was at the end of the hall. And I remember coming back from school, running into the bathroom and having to take a dump, probably leaving the bathroom door open and have my mom move the TV in front of the hallway down so I could see the TV because they were driving on the moon or they were doing some other kind of oh later moon, on moon yeah. activity. You know, it was like the year later or something like that. Moon activity. <laughs> lunar. Lunar activity? Is that Sorry. Moon? moon activity. Moon. And I, and I remember, I'm just watching it. So and every, and I, wrote, I wrote little stories on it in elementary school. We had to write little... And I was... Uh, it, there was something I wrote about... Remember there was a... Um, can't remember which Apollo mission. No, it was a, it was a Mercury mission. Not Mercury. Excuse me. Gemini mission is what it was, I guess, orbiting around. They were doing some docking, practicing, and there was a part, a part where they, they couldn't get docked and locked properly. There was, I can't, remember, I can't remember what mission it was. I don't remember. I could look this up and figure it out. Yeah. But it was kind of a big deal. There was, it was, things were screwing up. And you up. remember that? No, I remember that because I remember writing about it. There was a, that would have been like 66, 67. You would not have, you should not have remembered that. Wait, it was, no, it was after, okay, you're right, I'm sorry. The Gemini missions are what led into Apollo. I I, I was totally off. So it was one of the Apollo missions. Folks, I don't think Paul is from 
this <laughs> nation. I'm so sorry. He grew up in an Eastern Bloc country. His accent's fake. He's never been to Georgia. I, I totally screwed that up because because it was an issue with him while they were in Earth orbit, uh, uh, locking and docking the command module. And stuff was going on. That's why I thought, oh, it must have been. And that's why Apollo I went. Nine or Ten did that. As a, uh, they they sent up a command module and a lunar module. Yeah, except, to dock in space except and have was, problems. This was after that, though, because the moonwalk oh. was Apollo Eleven. Yes, I know that. So it must have been twelve. Of course, it wasn't thirteen because that wasn't a docking issue. <laughs> True. So we've all had docking issues. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm a professional. I know how to dock properly. <laughs> Plenty of satisfied. So men somewhere out there. in there, but the point is this, Joe. Somewhere in an Apollo mission, there was an issue during orbit and docking and locking the cap. Whatever, something was going on. I remember I'm telling you, it was the, it was the orbital mission that happened prior to Apollo 11 when they landed on the moon. But I'm it was like Apollo you, nine or ten. I'm telling you, this is after. We moved after my father was working for Delta, and we lived in Texas. That's when I was remember watching this and writing the story, and it was first or second grade or third grade or something, and I was writing this story, and my teacher thought it was such a cool story that I wrote about the Apollo mission that she drug me around. It's what Mrs. Blanton, you know, I remember Mrs. Blanton. She she took me around from class to class, whatever grade it was in, like second or third grade or something, and made me read my story to all the other class the classes. Because I wrote this really well-written story about. Well, you've this. always been an overachieving twat, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, because my grades, my grades were never that exemplary. They were pretty good. They were always up there, but not that. Okay, good. I have to ask you. So you remember this clearly, correct? Yes. What year did you move to Kingman? I don't know. Thank you, people. Uh, Eleven years. I ago. wish there was a shitload of people here to be like, oh yeah, yo, Joe, you should be a trial lawyer. I rest my uh, I rest my case. There's gonna no, be I, 08. I fucking I did, 07 or 08. 07 or 08. Yeah. Okay. Mrs. Blanton. I, I third guess, or fourth grade. No, no, you're she's long me. dead. No, I understand that. She no, was I, almost dead when. <laughs> that's not the point. The point is, is that you remember all that shit in detail, but you don't remember what year you packed everything up and moved out west. You don't yeah, remember. I, I don't exactly remember. Your own personal grapes of wrath. 07 or 08. You're so ridiculous. <laughs> Excuse me. Apollo mission with oh, docking issue. And it was after the moon landing because we had moved to Texas already. Like they couldn't lock, they couldn't get it docked properly, or they couldn't lock the, uh, the command module to, to the service module or something. And it was kind of a problem. There's a Wikipedia article on it. Oh, there is. Mm-hmm. Which Apollo is it? Wait. I'm waiting. Stand by. I'm going to look at the jellyfish. I don't know how much it's snowing or not snowing according to my radar out there. Schneebedeckt. That's German for snowing or snow-like. No, it was Apollo 14. Aha! And Skylab 2, but Apollo 14 was, yeah. Does it explain a little bit what was going on? Let me explain this to you, Paul. (laughs) Uh, Alan Shepard, Stuart Roos, Ed Mitchell. Oh, CSM call sign was Kitty Hawk. <laughs> fuck Kitty Hawk. <laughs> fuck North Carolina. That's why they had all the problems. Yeah, fuck. The, that's it. That's it. Oh, first in flight. Fuck you, North Carolina, Ohio. What? Just I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what the problem was. I think the problem was that it, that Buzz Aldrin wasn't on board. <laughs> Punching other crew members. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, oh, that was when that was Apollo 14 was Alan Shepard using uh, hitting golf balls on the moon, which I've always thought was the coolest shit in the world. Uh, okay. Well, so he he was. You said, uh, oh, not Buzz Aldrin, not Alan Shepard. Yeah, that was the, Alan Shepard. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I can't believe they actually could swing well enough. So obviously it wasn't. It was actually in Arizona. That's what we're saying here. It didn't really happen. I mean, he hit it pretty good. I mean, he made. What's well, the? It's a one sixth our gravity. No, what I'm saying is he made good. He didn't fucking skull it or something like that or top it and didn't just. <laughs> Are you dead fucking serious right now talking about his, it's Alan Shepard's golf skills on the moon <laughs> yes. in a space suit in 1969? He, he hit the Are ball, okay? and it was like it went fairly straight, and it's, you know. Yeah, well, you can do that when there's no air resistance because there's no fucking atmosphere. I know what I'm saying is it it didn't it didn't uh, to, I guess he didn't top it, didn't tow it, he didn't he didn't shank it, he right, didn't, right, right. You know, he didn't swing and then fall over. People did fall over those a couple times up there. That was kind of funny. That footage they have. Joe is still researching what happened with this docking and locking of the docking and locking. <laughs> he exuberantly exclaimed that the second ball went quote miles and miles and miles in the low lunar gravity. But later estimated the distance to 200 to 400 yards. That's fucking pathetic. <laughs> typical, typical golfer. I've seen my dad hit 200 yards on earth. Right. Straight as a fucking I thought arrow. you were researching the docking problem. You know, what's really strange is that I'm looking at, uh, like, mission highlights and shit. There was nothing. There, Like, there's, there's literally nothing. It says that there was a problem on Apollo 14, and then you go to the Wikipedia article, and there isn't anything. Okay. Well, there you have it. We'll do some more research deeper. We'll do a deep dive later. Maybe during the break. Uh, yeah, maybe 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 during the break we'll figure that out. So Joe uh, walks in and I've got my gun sitting here. Yeah, no shit. I walk in, I've got a bottle of mead from uh from Jeremy and Jarman Foss. Thanks guys. It was a whiskey barrel aged mead. If you guys have never had mead, it's a honey wine and it's one of the oldest fermented beverages on earth. Vikings used to drink it. It was lovely. It's definitely fucking delicious. And we put it in my uh vintage Beechcraft Bonanza um gla- uh, glassware. Which would be... Yeah, I walk in and Paul's got his fucking Glock sitting on the table. I'm like, oh, God. But then you said, hey, you're kind of smartly dressed. Like, it's kind of a match because I have this, my black well, black leather jacket. Black leather jacket. Black pants, leather boots. Dark cargo like pants. Le- and leather uh, leather shoes and a black Glock. And just all kind of... The, he said, your ensemble is lovely. Yeah. It was, you look kind of a badass. You, yeah, right. You look like a, a, an assassin, except an assassin would never use a Glock. But... Right. Like, uh, and then you said some that assassins have these there was some oh, there's no assassins that would use a Glock they don't do that assassins aren't cops right okay anyway but yeah it, it, it was weird uh, I was a little worried I walk in and I see a gun somewhere and I'm not expecting it I, I get a little I get a little worried but you had said that there was uh, some uh, that was, uh, potential uh, miscreants hanging out but, outside but the studio yeah, that was uh, a couple days ago so I just I've, I've had it around and you just let it just <laughs> you're such a fucking wacko. I'm not a wacko. No, you're fucking whacked up. You're you're wackadoodle as my mother would say, completely okay. and totally wackadoodle. All right, so it's I'll probably be putting it away, you know. It doesn't make me uncomfortable now that I like I just wasn't expecting. Well, not only that, but you, you not know, took the guns. magazine out and you were fucking with it and I did. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, well, I just love Glocks. They, it's the only it's the only uh, pistol that feels really comfortable in my hand. I've never I've never held any handgun that, that felt as comfortable as a Glock. I wonder if uh, Mike, I, I did buy it from a local person, uh, and I wonder if he ended up buying, he was going to buy uh, SIG, I believe. I think he did. 
of some I'm kind. I'm not sure, though. Everybody fell in love with SIGs for a while because they were so pretty in this and that. And everybody's bashing Glocks because they were unreliable. I'm going, they are, are not. Are you kidding me? You fire them under fucking water. Yeah. And Keep, uh, thousands of times. Uh, thousands of times. There, have you seen the videos where the guys try to destroy a Glock where they, mm-hmm. they have, they have, they kept feeding it and feeding it and feeding it with long, like banana type clips or something and just uh-huh. boom, 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 boom. And they just do it and uh, thousands of times. And finally it starts melting somewhere. Yeah. It starts to get hot. And it was actually the grip, if I remember correctly. The grip was starting to get so hot or, that it was starting some, to. Yeah. Some, something. And yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not super knowledgeable about firearms. I know how to take care of them. I know all the basic rules because I went went through several hunter safety courses because you had to do that when you're underage in Ohio and you have a hunting license. Right. And which is and it's just good practice anyway. And I've taken a home def, like a self defense course uh, or home defense course for my, you know to back when I had a concealed carry permit when you needed one. And but I I'm I just have weird shaped hands and Glocks are perfect. I must have like meat like German meat hooks or are they or are they German or are they Austrian? Austrian. Yeah, Austrian. That's right. It actually literally says Austria on the side of the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I consulted with someone that I know that was living with someone who is, it was a former Marine and a sniper type person and is works for the SWAT team here and asked him about that particular model of he goes, there's nothing wrong with those at all. He had he's got uh-huh. several Glocks yeah. and they use that when they go out. And I believe he's had he had it also when he was in the Marines. They, they, they do use military does use if you look at. Who use those? There's a big old list of which, of course, which branch of the military, which part of the certain, which country uses them, and for how long. And I don't know what the you know the trends change, and it also changes to what kind of deal they can get with the manufacturer. Of course, you know it's all about money too. Uh, and he goes, I wouldn't hesitate at all about owning buying that firearm, not even one bit. And you know, I had an old fart one time say, and it's, it's fine. Like you can have your opinion. I, I told him I, I love Glocks because I felt like it's the only handgun that feels comfortable in my hand. He goes. How can you feel comfortable firing something that feels like you're holding a, a shoebox? Because they're square. So it doesn't feel like a shoebox to me. It feels, you don't it feels, hold it up here. Well, he just said it, it, he said they're ugly and they're angular and like, give me a Beretta or a Colt any day. And I'm like, okay. Whatever I'm just, works. I'm just trying to shoot something. It's a personal preference. I get it. I mean, yeah. I like that it's all black and I, and I kind of like the way it looks. It's kind of simple looking. And uh, I didn't buy it from for the looks, but I, because it, because like you said, it's got to feel good in your hand. You got to be able to operate things. But you have weird shaped meat hooks like I do too. Like you have really, know. you have really wide palms, and your fingers, like my fingers, are quite a bit shorter than yours. But I have really wide palms, and I just can't grip things like that. That Sig that Tim, that Sig three eighty that Tim has. Yeah. Jesus, I fired at one time and I scared the shit out of me. Almost fired out, like blew out of my hand because yeah. I just can't hold on to it. I don't have. Little bitty dainty hands or long fingers. I also like the way these have the ridges for the uh, finger grips, and it's all very you know it's knurled and all over the place. I mean, like it's like like it's not coming out of your hands. What's that fucking trigger control there, young man? It's it's not. uh, Put that fucking. I know there's not one chambered, but you didn't pick it up and check. So I did just now. Thank you. So there. Oh, you dry fired it. Oh, bite me, you people. Whoa, whoa, relax. It's okay to dry fire them too, by the way. I, I, okay, it's cool. I understand why they say you. I'm not shouldn't gonna. I'm not gonna dry fire my Mauser because I can't find a firing pin for it. It's probably like the third time it's been dry fired in two or three years. I didn't say anything. Nobody <laughs> said anything. Why are you so? Why are you so worried about it? Did, is it feel like your father's voice over your shoulder? But like, now that I now he doesn't. Even, but now that now I've got that that and I'm looking at it and I need to look at my other arsenal and just start getting rid of stuff. I think we need to go out shooting. Okay. 
and I'll get some. I need to rack up more rounds, uh, like to for reloading. So I got a friend out here said, uh, once I got up to 500 rounds for my Mauser, he would he would he'll buy the uh, the tooling or whatever the, the whatever it is or the is, die. Is, for is the, ammunition still in the shortage out here? Like if you go to Walmart, are they like out of ammunition? I don't. Still, like I, they ha- were? I don't know. I know that ammunition for the one. Well, I, I own two guns, but the one gun is that Swedish Mauser, and it's the six and a half by 55 millimeter weird pre-1902 or whatever shit mm-hmm. and uh the last i checked at j&g which was the cheapest i could find anywhere out of you know j&g guns out of uh prescott the 20 rounds was like 35 dollars i'm like i might as well buy a grizzly fucking big board that fires a 50 cal bmg rounds you know it's like oh i'll just go buy anti-tank rounds if i'm gonna pay more than a dollar a round i might as well pay five dollars that's also one reason why i don't go shooting all the time any i've never even fired that thing that's not good i know that's not safe either. It's okay. Jesus Christ. I, I fired my uh, Taurus, which is a copy of a Beretta. People know that. 9mm. A bunch. I'm very accurate with it. But I, th- I think I may want to sell it. And I've got a couple. Other, I don't know. There's no reason to have all the... I, I'm not into collecting guns. So I'm not... I'm not... i got to throw this out there. Yeah. There's a local company. That a couple friends of mine... Mm-hmm. They do laser etching, and they do a lot of laser etching on firearms. Mm-hmm. What do you think about a cartoon casual Glock or Beretta or your Taurus? What, to, to sell online? No, just to have. <laughs> what do you, you mean? You mean put it on there? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. No, really. They, they, fucking, they do some really cool shit, man. But what They're, if I wanted to sell it? People go, what the hell is this goofy cartoon casual uh, thing on there? Why would you want to sell it? I don't know. What's wrong with you? Why would you sell it? You shouldn't sell it. Okay. You should, you should get a cartoon casual gun. You mean not get one? Take have, one of these. Take yours and, to them. It's uh, Holdway Customs. Holdway Customs, and they do all sorts of cool shit. They do, uh, in fact, uh, Josh, our barber, mm-hmm. his uh, he cuts the hair. One the, the guy that that does uh, the whatever the engraving. I think that's what it's called. Is it? Yeah, it's engraving. So he has his hair cut by Josh. And he engra- laser engraved Josh's uh, one of his clippers, sets of clippers. Oh, okay. And it has their the Beale Street Barber's uh, logo. Did they ever decide on a new name? I, by the I, way? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I do not think they did. We have Josh come in here, and uh, we Santana. should, man. Josh and Santana are interesting guys, man. Like they, they're 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 good people. Oh yeah. Yeah, I okay. suppose I could get this thing engraved. Like right I think we kind of badass. Like right there. Like the, what would you get on there? Maybe the logo. Kiss my grits. You put kiss my grits on there. That would be fucking I'm awesome. Not, I'm not doing. Come on. Anything like that. To me, a gun is a tool. You're, you know, I'm not. You're, you're a tool. <laughs> I'm not really into guns. But this, um, you know, this is a 40 caliber. Whatever. Oh, one reason I I helped seal the deal when I bought it. From the person who I bought it from, he had he had a brand new, had all the original paperwork, the original round that was fired out of there, and a thousand rounds of uh, ammunition. And a great price, like four hundred bucks or something. No, it was more than that. Oh, okay. It was more than that. Yeah, well, practically a steal. It wasn't really a steal, but it was a good price. Forty caliber is expensive, if I remember correctly. My cousin had the first time I fired a Glock. I was probably fourteen, and he had when he was a security guard, and that was his his his. Side piece. No, mm-hmm. not side piece. <laughs> Sidearm. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
And uh, I fired it, and he goes, well, you're a pretty good shot. And so he put up another target and did it, and I just kept having I was, I was having a blast. And he's like, I can't afford to keep doing this. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, the box of 20 was like 15 bucks or something like that. Then that was, you know, 20 years ago, twenty over 20 years ago. And uh, when I look at them, they're still kind of 40 calibers kind of pricey. I don't again. I don't know. I can't even speak to it. I don't know enough about uh, firearms to know. But I, I don't know. Like, I think what I'll do. I, is, I know the forty is a good. It's stopping power and all that, and it's fairly common. I but need to go shoot a couple boxes through it. We'll we'll do that, and, I, and so I can get a used to it, so I can see exactly how the sights are, and that. And that, other than that, I don't really care. Why don't we just do it right out in front of the studio here, like right now? Yeah, like in <laughs> yeah in the hangar. Let's do that. I'm sure that's nice and loud. Yeah, let's not do that. It'll smell like. Uh, Oh, but I was going to say that this here's what really sucks. I would read about guns for a while when I was uh, started to cook, having by what? I don't even want to call it by accident, not whatever, but collecting him because father passed away. Then he had one of his grand or his fathers, and and then you know he had several guns, and so then now then I have them. You know, it just I just ended up with them. Yeah, kind of like you. And it, yeah. anyway, so. So I was reading about this and this and this. And then you start getting guns and ammo magazine. Now you're looking at this. And you know, all these stupid caliber changes that they're making. It's like, oh, well, then 9 millimeter. Then we're going to have a 10 millimeter. Then we're going to have a whatever millimeter. Then we're going to have a 40 caliber. Then we're going to have a this. It's like, oh, my God. And I know why they do this. It's you know, going to make like, have a whole new caliber. And then so, that, so that 750,000 people are going to go out and buy it, the gun. Yeah, it's, it's just a marketing freaking tool. There's nothing wrong with a 40 caliber. Other than the fact that I, if, if it's not, uh, somebody told me if you don't buy, God damn it, I can't remember the name of the rounds. I'm sure Charlie is screaming in his truck right now. Yeah. Uh, the, they're home defense rounds. They don't, they're not as powerful. I got you. They're not going to go through your wall, your neighbor's wall, then your neighbor's cat, and then your neighbor's wife. Like, it's not going to go yeah. through all those people. It, it's going to go, it, 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 it It'll stop either inside the human that is trying to right. fuck with your shit, or it'll stop at the wall. But as far as there's stop- a t- there's a fucking there's a name for those Faraday. It's not Faraday rounds. I don't know Hornaday, Hornaday, okay. round, Hornaday rounds, something like that. As far as stop- what I read and I stopped reading, this is years ago, and I'm sure it's changed. But there was all these new calibers, and 40 was pretty high up there. I, I have a couple nine millimeters, and I thought, oh, those are big enough. And people kept saying, oh, it's not enough stopping power. You know, it's just not enough. It's not enough, and I'm going. Oh God, you know, nine millimeter is pretty substantial size. It's not bad. 40, yeah, forty caliber is bigger, so it has more. But still, when you read the when you read the uh, the stats, it looked to me like back then, maybe ten years ago, that the three fifty seven Magnum still was in the very very top or almost the top of stopping power. Jesus Christ! The you know, the old it's been around. Have you ever for, fired a, a uh, like a snub nose three fifty seven? Not not a three fifty seven. Well, forty four forty four Magnum. Well, didn't you have a dirty Harry gun? You had a forty-four automatic. I've didn't got you? a no, no, no. I've got a forty-four oh. um, Blackhawk Ruger Blackhawk. Okay, that fires um, Magnum rounds. And fuck, fuck that. It's a revolver. Yes. Jesus it, Christ! You can't even hold it in your hand when you pull the trigger, and it goes boom because it's the old style grip. You know, it's yeah. single action, by the way. So it's you know, and, and so it kind of rocks back in your hand. And if you do it, it when it's a little bit dark outside, fire comes out of everywhere. It, it it comes out of the it, it comes out of the uh, the uh, uh, the the wheel. What do you want to call it? The uh, oh my god, Charlie is going to be shooting this. <laughs> it is the it Charlie's going to uh, be like you fucking crackers. Don't know what the hell you're geez, talking. About. Comes out of the muzzle. Comes out of where the hammer is. Comes out of the whatever the. It looks like it's just a controlled explosion, man. Yeah, and you just everything just fires everywhere, and it's boom. And if you do not have 
And I fired it once without uh, ear protection, just one round. And once. now you can't hear that note any get, ever again, right? Oh my god, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. I won't do that ever again. I thought, well, this is real practical. This is. Oh really man. Good. Oh, and old Tim. Tim, man, he fired that his gun next to me when I was shooting his dad's Derringer. Yeah. He had a 22, a 22 Magnum, which I didn't know was a thing. And it was uh, that thing shot flames a foot and a half out the out the end of it. This gun, the gun's only four or five inches long. Right. Not not even that. And uh, I was like trying to aim, and then Tim fired his. Uh, I think it was a Sig, mm-hmm. about four or five feet to the right of me. It was loud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any hearing protection, and it was like like directly to the right of me to yeah. scare me, and I just fired. It scared the. Sh- it startled me, so I fired. I dropped my hands. I looked at Tim, and I walked directly over to Blake and handed him the gun, and I got in my truck and I left. Because I, I really, really wanted to grab that gun and just pistol whip him. Because it was, it was, it was I mean, and to his credit, I, I came back a few hours later and he's like, I'm really sorry. That was really dumb. I'm like, I bet your dad yelled at you for that one, didn't he? He's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I couldn't hear anything for two days out of my right ear. Right. Whatever. Guys being guys. That, in fact, I'm pretty sure we were doing some really stupid shit like, uh, <laughs> Taking oxyacetylene and filling up. Oh sure, That'll... filling up the five gallon buckets and then shooting with a twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Boom! We, so much fun. We used to do a lot of, um, and people have done this. If you hang out at, at long enough and you get kind of bored, country boys hanging out doing dumb shit. Yeah, no, there was. Uh, we'd go get, get a bunch of airplane pieces out of the junkyard and shoot those, and that was okay. But then when someone we used to we used to fly model airplanes, radar control model airplanes, and in, um, in Manning, South Carolina, and then if someone were going to retire their airplane they were tired of their radio equipment and the airplane was old and repaired a bunch of times there would be a thing that we would do and you'd have someone uh they'd be flying their airplane you know at the runway basically at this small airport but no one was flying regular aircraft at the time this is in the evening sun's going down and no one's around there where you have the person fly their airplane and they would try to dodge and duck and dive and they're right in front of everybody we have their shotguns out there and because they, they were done with the airplane anyway so we'd try to blow it out of the sky and uh, so we're all lined up there, boom, boom, boom. It's like skeet, but the airplanes, you know, going all over the place. So we do that. And you were firing, yeah, up into the sky, up in the sky at an airport, yeah, on an airport property, yeah. So that was fun. That's uh, that's that is some country hillbilly yeah, shit. And right then, there. but then a lot of geese would come through there. Canadian geese on there because they're I fucking hate geese. Yeah, they're migrating and they're they'd hang out. They would be on the runway, big fucking geese on the runway. So after a while, we would uh, you know, someone would have to go out there with a truck and just. Ramping down the runway just to get them rid of them, and they would come back and land. There's water all around. This is great. This is like near a big lake, and there was a yeah, creek yeah. and nice, clean, freshly mowed grass. I could probably get bugs and stuff, and they were loving it. But so we'd drive a truck back and forth and scare them away. And then after a while, it's like, hell, it's freaking goose season now. You know, so we're going <laughs> to. So literally, there would be someone driving the truck, and then a couple people in the pickup truck bed with shotguns. Now we're driving down the runway. With shotguns, taking geese out for food. <laughs> so. When I said I hated geese, <laughs> I don't know that I meant massacring them in mass, but hey, I'm it was okay food. with it. It was pretty tasty. No, as long as you're eating. Oh, God. Goose yeah. is a... F- oh, God. And, I- and they were a problem. Actually, the FAA, they probably wouldn't prove that technique. But 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 you're not supposed to let birds like roost and nest around airports. I'm sure they would look the other way just because of how dangerous yeah. uh, they are. I had a bird so in my big. airplane out here one time. It was pretty small, but 
Yeah. Yeah. On like, take, were you on, aiming for it or no? On takeoff, there was <laughs> there was there was a bunch of small ones that were out there in the in the middle of the runway. You just these little I don't know what the heck they are around here. These small ones, like little sparrows or something like that. And they started to take off and oh, move guys. And I thought they were all gone, but one of them just got powdered on the windshield. Oh. Yeah. Now. That reminds me, last week I did something I'm not proud of, and I didn't mean to. What I'm saying is the prop I, I, made it in a bunch of pieces. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. I, I hit a pigeon in my truck. Okay. And by hit, I mean ran one over with my front like front passenger like it, Was it tire. in flight at the time or was it on the ground? No, it was on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and now it's starting to smell. Oh, so it's up in there somewhere. It, no, I I I I felt so bad because I thought because usually you know birds are in the road and like I don't even slow down like they're they're pigeons they'll get out of the way right. This one must have missed it, and him and his buddy were hanging out in the street, and en- I thought enjoy, I didn't, enjoying I, the day, enjoying the day. It was beautiful Sunday, sixty two degrees, <laughs> and uh, blam. No, not even blam. It was just. I didn't even, it didn't, there was no thump, there was no sound, there was nothing. Oh. And then all of a sudden I look in the rear view mirror and it's just like a big puff of feathers. <laughs> God. I was like, oh, fuck. Now, granted, I hate pigeons. Sure. But that pigeon wasn't doing anything wrong. He was hanging out in the street. He wasn't, like, well, That's kind of wrong. You want to play in the yeah, street. Yeah, but he wasn't fucking with anything. It wasn't like, he wasn't, like, trying to roost under the eaves. He wasn't shitting everywhere. He was okay. just in the street. This is in the street. Downtown? But, uh, and all for, yeah, it's downtown. Uh-huh. Sucks. That's right. I just it bummed me out, and now I'm really bummed out because I had to go to the. I need to go to the car wash and just like. Did I um, hose up under there because I think the blood and whatnot is rotting and just started to smell bad. Did we talk about it on the show where I uh, was standing out in front of the big hangar door, and uh, I don't know if it was a weekend or not, but anyway, um, there's a couple of pigeons that were on the tarmac out there, just um, uh, kind of hanging out, pecking at rocks and stuff. Whatever. Just doing pigeon stuff. So I'm just watching them, and I'm probably mixing up some airplane glue or something in my. I'm probably just kind of standing there and kind of watching them. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and they and they took off, or one of them took off. I can't remember. There were two of them out there, and at least one of them took off. It was like a foot or two in the air. But had I, I had not seen what was behind me over here, it was a hawk that was already aiming for them or something. He was going to come right after them. And uh, he was already in flight, diving down. And so the one got up in the air, and a split second later, the hawk just, boom, hit him, knocked his head off, fell the fuck off. It fell the fuck off. Head fell off, rolled, and the body's out there flopping around, headless body. Jesus. And the hawk just, you know, took off and just left. He didn't even take the... <laughs> no. Oh, man. He was sending a clear message. And I think it was during the day because then I think, or during the, uh, yeah, during the work day because then Steve or someone shows up. And when you see that bird out there, look over, you see a few feet over there. That's his head right over there. And it was a hawk that came by and just fucking Marie Antoinette him right oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so horrible. Let them eat cake. Fucking French Revolution right all over Here's there. Here's all. Cacao! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I, that's fucking oh, ridiculous. Man. Yeah, there you have it. Oh, God. Hey, let's, yeah, let's go see if it's snowing. We're going to take a break. We'll be back.
Switched over from jellies. We've got Blue Planet playing. Uh, so you got like uh, this, this huge schools of fish. Like in yes. Finding Nemo. It's pretty cool. So a hammerhead shark. And you were starting to say, it's nice to be on the top of the food chain, which we are not. Well. But it's close enough. Who's on the top of the food chain? Uh, I mean, there's things that eat humans, right? Well, I know. But what I'm saying right now, when you leave the studios, you're not going to you have to crack the door open and look out there carefully. And I do every time I leave this place. <laughs> Mostly because I've heard coyotes yipping out in the distance. Not yeah. that I'm, I'm not worried about fighting off some coyotes because they, they're not that big around here because they don't have much to eat. But that means that they get more, even more aggressive because they're like, ah, he's, he's fatty. They must um, hibernate. Coyotes? You don't really hear them in the wintertime howling. I bet they well, go into a den... And just sleep. Or they're not active. They're not near as active. They're active in the summertime. You hear them in the spring I mean, and summertime. I guess so. maybe they're more active. But maybe they, they don't, don't hibernate. Hi- they don't hibernate, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> what the many, fuck are you many, talking about? How many, dumb, how many dumb things can I say today? I don't know. Like I don't I, know. You're really reaching paction. Let's get a meter. Ping. Another dumb thing. <laughs> like a kvetchometer. <laughs> I was telling this to <laughs> During the uh, break, we were looking for the uh, schnee, and it's about to. Oh, it's about to start here. It looks like again. Schnee, snow, snow. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to go sledding too. I wanted to go walk out there, make a snowball, yeah, and throw it at you. And I right. didn't happen. It's. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to be enough. If, in fact, it's maybe a rain, but it's it's going to be starting here very shortly. Can we please talk about the food chain and not the goddamn weather? The food, food chain. Yeah, we talked about the. I uh, mentioned the uh, Rio Bravo Mexican Tex-Mex. Uh, yeah, don't call it Mexican food. That's bullshit. I know it's Tex-Mex. And Joe was like, oh, it's bullshit. It probably sucked. I said, no, it's good well, quality here's food. Well, here's all I need to know. Like When you said it had a flour tortilla press yeah. in the center of the place where you watched it getting made automatically, that's right. when I was like, and we're done here. No, it was If it's cool. not corn tortillas, it's I know. fucking bullshit. Well, you could buy those also. But they just had one. Probably it's more difficult It's more difficult to make a corn yeah, tortilla. Yeah, it, it, That's why you couldn't automate the, it. I think the machines are just bigger. 
Yeah. Because it takes more uh, like pressure. But it was funny because I was telling anyway. Joe about they had very popular. They were slammed all the time, lunch, dinner, cram full. And then they just started going downhill and they, they changed up a couple things. And one thing I told Joe, this is very funny. They had this certain cheese dip, this hot bowl of cheese dip with these flour tortillas, and which is really tasty. It wasn't, uh, again, authentic Mexican food, but it was good. There's a bunch of people in, the, in Atlanta that are trying to make Mexican food, well, not Mexicans. It was started by a guy named Ray Schoenbaum. <laughs> he was the original guy, and then he came back into it, I guess, right? He said, yeah. Because anyway, so what happened was I told him, I said, they got rid of this cheese dip or something or they changed it up. And it was funny. So Joe got on Wikipedia, found an article or a, a piece on uh, and they were, on said, Rio Bravo. And they even mentioned that. It says that they were known for their cheese dip. And once it changed <laughs> up, that's contributed to the demise of the brand. Right. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I told you. It was but here's the thing. If, you, if, if, your demand, or if, you're, uh, if you're, your brand is built around cheese dip. <laughs> And you change that up, you're maybe you dumbass. You're a dumbass. Well, like I, I don't have an well, international no, they sold finance it, right? degree. They sold it to a couple of. They sold it to Applebee's, and then or, and Applebee's changed it up, and then he tried to he bought the brand back, and right. uh, he bought it back from uh, Applebee's. Well, at that well, the, what, <laughs> what what's funny about it is with the story you were talking oh, about, the where, real death now because it's yes. it's right there in uh, it's it's in Atlanta where the world headquarters of Coca Cola is. Right. There's a Coca Cola office building nearby to one Big, of the locations. Yeah. So during lunch, a lot of people would go there that worked at Coca Cola. So then Applebee's bought it, which we went down this rabbit hole and figured out that Applebee's is partnered with Yum Brands for distribution networks, mm-hmm. and Yum Brands is PepsiCo. Yep. And so they served Pepsi. They, yeah, they changed up, got rid of the the famous cheese dip, and said, by the way, here's some Pepsi. Here's some Pepsi, which is I told Paul like one of the worst things a person can ever hear. That one of the worst phrases a human can hear is is, is pepsi. pepsi okay actually it's, no it's, it's not. fucking never okay all right <laughs> it's never okay i'm sorry Devin. i know adam works for fucking pepsi fucking frito i hate pepsi i hate frito lay i i love frito lay as a company i do too but i i just i don't like pepsi yeah, never really. There are, um, pe- I mean, there's Pepsi products that I like, but whatever. Anyway. On, on occasion, I'll confess, on occasion, I'll go, rather than getting a five-hour energy or a cup of coffee, because I don't really feel like getting coffee in some of these places. Pepsi Max. Being on the road. I'll, no, never done that, oh. but at Mountain Dew, which is owned by Pepsi. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. I'll just go get a Mountain Dew. Uh, Not very often. But. So anyway, they changed to Pepsi after they got bought by Applebee's, but yeah. then they realized that they had no, they had no fucking business. They, they wouldn't. In, in Atlanta, in Atlanta. If you serve if you're a big chain that serves Pepsi, it's kind of like uh, it's blasphemous or something. Yeah, it's, it's uh, another reason to start another. I told Joe a civil war could have broken another out in, civil war in Atlanta yeah. again. Uh, so they ended up serving going back to Coke. Thought that, that would save it, but then it was like I don't know. So they struggled for years, and the original owner came back as a white knight. It looked like to me what you read mm-hmm. was going to hopefully going to come back in and save the whole shebang. And start all over. And the Wikipedia article basically ends with, uh, he bought it back in 2015, announced the reopening of one, like the, was it downtown? There's one in Midtown, downtown. Or Midtown, downtown. And then the next entry on Wikipedia is, uh, it closed last year. It closed two years later, February of 2017. I'm like, damn, that fucking sucks. Which is kind of weird. Kind of, but it's Tex-Mex. I would, I, every Tex-Mex restaurant should close the fuck down. Every product or um, restaurant could be considered a product. You have products at the restaurant. It has a life cycle. I remember learning this in marketing. Like every, everything has a, a product life cycle. Everything. 
shoes have a product life cycle. Someday shoes aren't going to be around the way they are now. Or it's going to be some different kind of device. And I said, I don't believe this. You know, because, you know, eventually everything, iPads, every, you know, certain firearms, whatever, it's got a peak. You know, it peaks somewhere in the middle. You know, it's, and it's where, where the most of these items are made and consumed. And then it eventually tapers off. It eventually off, tapers right? off. Okay. And, eventually, and, and it was a weird concept. I remember this. I'm going, oh, it's not true. We're always going to have airplanes and cars and stuff. And I guess if you really think about it, eventually they will go away. Everything kind of On a long enough changes. timeline, yeah. Yeah, eventually yeah. the airplane will not weather where don't exist because that's why it goes away. Or there's some new device, a transporter or something gets right. invented. So yeah, it's got a, it's a product life cycle. So I guess, I guess even, even the best restaurants, because I was thinking, God, they were doing, they were doing jam up business for so many years. But I guess even the best known restaurants at some point, they, they die. Yeah. Maybe the current owner, they don't have any family that wants to take it over. It's a, it's a badass single restaurant that's owned. Mm-hmm. You know, some, we all know ones around here probably that kind of lack because of that. Didn't have the same original person with the same passion. Right. Well, I, one of them, <clears throat> oh, this is bad. <laughs> you have to say any names or any. Oh, no, I'm absolutely going to because oh, okay. uh, I, I, I am a parrot head. I'm a Jimmy Buffett fan. Yeah. And there used to be a restaurant here in town called Margaritaville. Okay. And it closed down 19 years ago. Because I was in high school. Because it got sued, right? Because of the name and blah, blah, they, blah. It was a cease and desist. It's like okay. you need to change your name. And they shut them down. And there were people. I happened to wear. I had just moved here. I happened to wear a Jimmy Buffett shirt to, to school. Mm-hmm. And one of the owner's daughters, like the owner's daughter, was in one of my classes. And she went off on this tirade about Jimmy Buffett did this. And that place predated the term Margaritaville. And like, that's not true. He's been singing that song since 1973. There wasn't anything on that side of town in 1973. Okay. Now, I was corrected that there was, their butler was starting to become an existence, but that restaurant started in like 1990 or, or 1980 around there. And it was called Margaritaville. They ripped it off from the song. They had a solid th- 20 years, 20 years, 18 to 20 year run. Before Jimmy Buffett's lawyers were like, uh, you can't do that. And they kept saying Jimmy Buffett's a dick for doing this and he was going after small businesses. Yeah, you stole his intellectual fucking property. Yeah. Like, that's what you get. He came, they, he came up with that shit from his brain, wrote a song, and then created an empire around it. You have a problem with it. I That song annoys me. I really don't like that song or Cheeseburger in Paradise because I think they're lame. But it's still his. Do you think that and that that they said that they tried to say that that was the reason that they they couldn't rebrand it? I'm like, if you would have had a good product to begin with, it would have been perfectly. So fine. you're saying that they were doing well. They were doing they, they they were doing well. And so if they, they if they didn't fight it or they didn't complain and they just said, all right, we'll change the name and figure out some other kind of cool, cutesy, clever name. They ch- they didn't change anything. It was the same Mexican food and everything. And then they went downhill. Yeah, and they, because they, the name they, changed. Yeah, and then they sold the they sold the <clears> restaurant <throat> and they somebody rebranded it again as a. Something sweet tomatoes, I think is what they called it for a few years, and then it closed down. Now it's an empty building. Okay, so I was trying to be more optimistic and thinking, okay, if they had good stuff there and everybody knew about the fight, and just because Margaritaville made it, I guess it's possible that name kept them going. People went there because of the name. Is that what you're and suggesting? That's not a tour, it's not a touristy area. People went there because they were, I don't know, they, it was a family sit-down place that okay, was off I'm, the beaten path. So, like... My thing was is that Margarita, they blamed Jimmy Buffett for their business failing. Okay. Their business failed because their product wasn't very good. Okay, but you're saying they had a good business for a long time, and you, but, yeah. but you're saying their product wasn't Somehow, very good. Somehow, yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm trying to piece this together of why they— I'm trying to piece—well, I, I guess maybe it was a bad example. I shouldn't have brought it up. Okay. 
<laughs> what I mean is, could they have changed their name and then you, you're saying their pro, their, was the name carrying it on to well enough to where their product could be slightly shitty? And that's why they were doing I th okay. I think maybe, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Okay. Because I went there with my dad a couple of times, and he's like, "This is fucking shit." Right. Because my dad didn't go out to eat a lot until I moved in with him when I was like 16. Okay, so if it was and shit, so, but they were doing well, it probably had to do with the name. Yeah, maybe. So they changed the name. So you blame Jimmy Buffer for the. So what they should have done was come up with a better name to change it, and then maybe amp up their, you know, because there there are other restaurants in this town too that suck because they they get constant business from. Route sixty six traffic, and they they're one time customers. Yeah, and that's how they make why they want it. Why they want to change? We're gonna keep making shitty fucking products. Yeah, yeah like but, shitty root beer and shitty hamburgers, and it, uh -huh. that place smells like is. shit too. I don't know what that place the is. place just always smelled like shit. Go on their Yelp page and look at it. It's like it stunk like a sewer. I the burger to, wasn't done right. Yeah, I used to go there early uh, when I moved here a couple times. I guess and I had some friends that come in town. Oh, let's go in there. Okay, and it was never good. And that's when it started bothering me. Like my friend George, who cooks a lot, says, God, he was, he's kind of looking around because he cooks a lot. He's mm -hmm. going, God, they got a great grill. And they got this and got that. I think they do, don't they? Have a pretty good grill. Yeah. And he's just piecing together why, why does this food suck? And realize that it doesn't have to be good. Right. They can make more money and it, they don't have any return business. It's and, fine. And, and someone like uh, him or, or you, if you ran a restaurant, there's no way that you would put out a crappy product. Even if it was selling well, you probably would go, I need to make something better anyway, just, just because. Out of pride or a desire to make was something wrong. You look at me weird. You hear something weird? No, I saw something out of the corner of my eye like twice, but it. this is going to sound really weird. I, I've had a, a couple acid flashbacks in the past like week and a half. <laughs> oh my God, now you're freaking. The first no, one was like, gun. I charged shooting over there in that direction. Yeah, no, no don't start shooting because it could just be the fucking dragon that chased me one time. Like, it's fine. Wow. I'm sorry. No, I, was, I saw something like dark uh, out of the corner of my eye and I looked over there again. It's a black person? No, no. Stop. <laughs> I. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I, I didn't mean to. It just distracted me. It kind By of startled way, me a little bit. Off the air, I'm going to, have to tell you. You know that story about the sign in Kingman and don't let the sun go. Blah blah. blah oh blah, yeah. Blah. Uh -huh. Someone that we both know that you would trust told me that sign did exist. He told me exactly where it was. And oh. And he saw the sign. It was on someone's private property, and it was. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you anymore. I still don't believe it because nobody can produce any actual photographic evidence. And I've heard, I've heard exactly what you just said okay. from so many people in so many different places. Okay, that so and so saw it. It was there. No, it was out here in this area, and it was so and so. And no, no, this person. When I tell you the people person, I trust. When I, when I tell you the person, I, I'm not going to tell you on the air. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, go back to what you were talking about. Uh, a black person coming in here. That's what I was talking about. You're so awful. I know. I know. No, what, what were we talking about before? Uh, Brand stuff. Branding. Oh, my God. Stop tapping your gun. <laughs> he's got his hand. I'm not People, doing it on he's purpose. Got his, hand, his gun is laying down, muzzle pointing away from us. Thank you. I'm just tapping his finger on it. Uh, like a cop. Well, you kept looking over. You were freaking me out. Sorry. You freaked out. And that now you've lost my <laughs> I've lost my concentration. We have no idea. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, Margarita, the place. Oh. Oh, we we're talking about the the 
places shitty that can do, place. can do shitty burgers. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, the point was I was telling you that if you had a place downtown that was doing really well, like if it was, well, I can't sell any more bowls of soup and, and cheese dip like Rio Bravo. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, as much as I can make, I can sell. Right. But someone came to you and you actually tasted it and realized because you're kind of a foodie you and you go this isn't really that good though but no fuck it i'm selling you would not keep selling crappy whatever it was you would i'm guessing you would try to improve it regardless i don't know if i would try and change it if i'm if i'm making if i've been making it a certain way and i can't make enough of it like i run out every single day i'm probably not going to change it what if it didn't cost you anything to change it just to make it better i don't want to change why would i change it just to, because to, dad, to make that, it better, that, 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 people, people go, this isn't that good. Well, I know, but I'm selling a lot because I got people, the whole Chinese bus comes in here and buys it all. Oh, okay, that's a little different. That's what's people, going on downtown. If, no, people are telling me that, yeah, this isn't very good, but I'm still selling a shitload of it. Right. Then who am I selling it to? Now, if it's just you're, you're one-time to, people that are never going to come back, then that's kind of not cool. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, it's, I read something somewhere that, uh, uh, shit. I, I, I'm going to mess this up. Tim will correct me or you will if you've heard this adage before is that uh, locals locals keep your biz, keep you in business. Tourist traffic can help you expand your business. Okay. Something, something to that effect. I'll buy it. So you can stagnate and then potentially you can stagnate if you you're not bringing in new new blood, but if you bring in new blood, then it's potentially you can grow your business. So Blackbridge gets a lot of um, you get a lot of travelers. A lot of travelers. Is it true that there are more travelers coming in now? I mean, just kind of all those steady growing kind of travelers. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you have to understand. I I don't do a lot of demographic work. It's all by happenstance, and it's all anecdotal. And it's just, and I only work one day a week, but I do work on Saturdays, which is a travel kind of a traveler day. That's people true. doing like a long weekend or something like that. So maybe I see an inordinate you know amount, or 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 I just see more than that. But I, I I've seen an increase. I was just wondering what percentages of uh, locals versus um, you know international people spending money at Blackbridge. I wouldn't say international. I would say just travelers That's in general. Not, I'm sorry. Yeah, not yeah. international. People like don't they, live here. I wish you would have come out a couple of weeks ago or last week. Yeah. And hung out with the guy from Glasgow. Oh. Yeah. He was cool. Neil. Shout out to Neil. Did you yeah, tell me sh- got a... Shout out. He absolutely. He, he, I, we keep in touch on Snapchat. He's like, ah, listen to a few episodes and da-da. Like, cool. We didn't even know. He listened was, to the four and a half hour long episode on the trip back to. Did he? Yeah, Neil that was did? cool. Yeah, I was. I was. I thought that was really neat. He downloaded at the Vegas airport. Good he Lord. downloaded that and then uh, a couple other episodes, and then that was his trip. Okay, cool. Yeah, so ten, LAX to Glasgow. That's a long. No, LAX to London and then to to Glasgow. Fuck that. We see. He was probably going. You know, he's probably pulling his hair out. Get these guys off. He was probably trying to. He probably caused a, a ruckus on the airport. Probably. We didn't hear about the air marshals. They had to. <laughs> after listening to us for four and a half, four hours and thirty-seven minutes. <laughs> Kevin, have you listened to that thing yet or not? Uh, Kevin, I think he did finish it. I think he told me he finished. I can't remember. Tell us about the KKK bake sale. Oh my god. Porsche, Porsche said some shit that was funny. She said, "You guys talk about the KKK a lot, <laughs> like because there's 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 such a comical organization. Because I realized that they caused a lot of really horrible shit, and, and but now we can kind of make fun of them. Uh, and I would like if the if the, if some some member of the KKK came in here and was like, "Hey, you guys aren't being fair, okay? 
Like, okay, but state your case. Right. I think a lot of people, I'm not sure if they're involved with the KKK, but they're they're obviously still kind of believe these things. They, they just aren't near as vocal as they used to be. No, oh, yeah, no, they're, yeah. well, their numbers are dwindling. That's why they do bake sales. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, remember Rogan was talking about the, um, uh, oh, they're, they're talking about the, on, on the Tim Pool episode, about the okay not being, the, he was, Tim Pool was like denying that that meant white power. It's He's not, been, it was, it's been debunked. It, it, He's it, right. It is it is not correct. Okay. It, it does it it does mean that to it's certain. It's not people. a white. It's not a okay. It was started as a troll mm-hmm. from 4chan, which I remember that. Right. I remember that happening. Right. From there, it spread like wildfire to some people, and then it became actual reality. And then once once some of the a lot of those people that don't they they want to be closet racists or they're just right. like look I I have I'm to not, say I'm this I'm not saying it's sweeping the nation no no it yeah. did it already did it's it's, yeah. it's over it's fucking done with it's people that are living in 2016 and 2017 still right like it's 2019 let's fucking move forward but sure. but those uh, those two broads that the patriot movement oh here shitheads yeah. yeah yeah they still throw that out there and yeah. they have this fucking smirk on their face and i'm just like when yeah. they're doing it yeah but the the combination of her of them doing that okay sign and then with uh uh her damn kekistan flag mm-hmm. that that's some that is some absolute 100 percent white power shit yep like combining those two things together so it started as a troll. It wasn't. It was fake, and it was a bunch of people on the internet. See, that's the thing. That's what I love about 4chan. That's why I've been visiting. I literally have been visiting 4chan since 2004. Good. Like it was. A, I mean, a long fucking time. Yeah. That's where Rick Rolling came from. Do you remember that? Yes. Rick Roll. That's where that came from. Right. It's it's S- a very interesting site. Yeah. It's it's an interesting site because there's there's comedic brilliance that comes out there of it is. because it's fucking funny as shit. Yeah. That's where Anonymous came from. Oh really? Absolutely. Okay, that yeah, the reason know. why it's called anonymous is because 4chan you don't have to register as a, on the, to post on the message board because you post as anonymous. Okay. That's what your username says when you post an image or post any anything on there. Okay. It says anonymous. That's where anonymous came from. That it came as a reaction to uh, Tom Cruise being on the Oprah Winfrey show and freaking the fuck out. Oh, remember that, that shit? He jumped up on the and around that same time, within yeah. a few weeks of that happening, I can't remember if it was prior to or after, but. Though the uh, video leaked of him speaking to a big crowd of Scientologists, oh, remember what yes. I'm talking about? It said, uh, praise the cunt or something oh, like no, that. No, he didn't say praise the cunt. Pussy. So you st- I don't think he said He either. did say something. Yes, he did. Did he really? I'm, oh, I'm not kidding. Oh, I didn't know that. I am not kidding. I thought he was a... Uh, I'm not kidding. Okay, so I'm not anyway, sure if it was so, a C word or the P word. I'm sorry, uh, people out there. No, it's fine. It's a fucking who cares if people get offended. But we will uh, we It was in context. Up. Anyway... Okay. Around that time, that's when 4chan was like, fuck this guy. Fuck Scientology. Let's start fucking with him. And that's how Anonymous was created. Okay. As a, as a group, loosely organized from 4chan. And then it got more serious. And, and, and it, it got, kept going. It and kept going. And then they're yeah. like, oh, fuck, this is actually a thing now. Uh, but they used 4chan to communicate. They actually used 4, 4chan and they used uh, uh, MIRC, like the IRC, the yes. Internet Relay Chess Unit. You know, so yep. they, they used that to communicate in the, in the way back in the beginning. So anyway, then they decided to do all these goofy troll things. Some of them go nowhere. Some of them are really fucking funny. Uh, Speaking of which, after the Tom Cruise did this freak out thing, this combination of weird stuff, I really thought that, we all probably did, that he was kind of losing it, which he probably was. 
I thought, yeah, he's probably done. He's, nope. he's probably gonna, but he and he, he has his own. Proof. He has his own production company now, and he, he right, he produces his own yeah. movies and shit. And he's still, whether you like him or not, he's still a good actor, and he cranks out some decent stuff. Yeah, you know, so like, there's really not. I think we've talked about it before. I don't know. I I can't name a bad Tom Cruise movie. But I, we have we have people that don't watch certain movies though because of certain actors are in there, and they're just gonna go. I'm not gonna. He's weird. Yeah, he is weird. And that's I'm not fine. gonna watch his movies. Okay. You okay. We'll to. go stare at the fucking wall. That's fine. Go argue with people on Facebook. Whatever you people do. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I do. I know that's what you do. It's like your hobby. It's you need a different hobby. Uh, I got several hobbies. No, that that's by far the as he taps his gun. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> 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 you got, the, 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 this is the new internet warrior here. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Paul while he taps on his gun and he's got an iPad right next to him. Probably open to Facebook. What are you looking at? No, I'm looking at the, the right, radar. Right so the radar. Is a, this is really weird. So I'm looking at that. Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> Paul. Like, that's a strange combination. Uh, the, no, yeah, but if people know you, it's not that strange. But anyway, yeah, that OK symbol ended up taking off. Like, and then you have these like a uh, uh, dipshit, uh, you know, l- l- like uh, what do they call thick browed, thick browed, uh, uh, yeah, shitheads that decided to take that and run with it and turn it into uh, Some- a kind of something racist. Yeah. But then, they, then a lot of people that were using that as like kind of what do they call it a dog whistle. Mm-hmm. To uh, and Trump was using the okay thing, but I, I honestly, I don't, I don't think Trump's prejudiced. I don't. I, I, don't. I, I really don't. I think that. But, but again, what I've said before is that uh, not everyone who voted for Trump is racist. We know this. They're not bigots. They're not pieces of shit. Not every single person that did that. Everybody I've ever known <laughs> that is that is racist did vote for Trump. Well, people, That's not people, a good thing. Say, well, there's racism this. the other way too. You know, as liberals can there's be racist. Absolutely true. That is a hundred percent true. Sure. Yeah. 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 And there's and 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 there's there's uh, marginalized people out there uh, that are also racist. Don't like white people. Yeah. Oh yeah. And 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 I get it. And yeah. I'm willing to concede that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and I don't. Totally like, again, we've talked about. I don't like the term reverse racism because that's bullshit. It's that's, just racism. It's whatever. just straight up racism. It's just yeah. bigotry. It's like uh, God. I read. A really cool quote by fuck, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it said, "We should really just do away with the term feminist and just call those people call people not sexist. You're either sexist or you're not. That's it. Period." And I was like, "All right, well, because it's kind of I can see that the, the 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 term feminist or feminism has gotten really muddled because OG feminists look at the new school shit and they're like, you're not a feminist." You're you you want men to be less than? How about we just go back to the original feminism so that everyone's equal mm-hmm. and work for that? So I uh, that I was I that that quote just kind of rang like a bell. I'm like, all right, that's fuck. I like that. It was it, we just do away with that term, you know. Oh. But another thing that I, reminds me the OK symbol thing is the Proud Boys. Oh yes, with Gavin yeah. McInnes, and that started yeah. as that started as him just being a provocateur, just being yeah. Which he a is. horse's ass. Which he totally he is. is. Yeah. He totally is, and that's fine. I remember seeing him years ago on different stuff. He was involved with like, yeah, he just tries to antagonize, and uh, it got a little out of hand. It got out of hand. And that's why he bowed out of it. Yeah, because then he got started calling you know, like white supremacists and alt right. And, 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 and now it, his wife is Asian. Like he's not alt right. Yeah, and his um, his career is kind of floundering because of this. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, he say. started Vice News. Like he doesn't. Ha- I'm right. sure he's fine with. He's flush with cash. Sure. I'm sure he is doing just fine. I'm not worried about Gavin McInnes. Mm-hmm. But he does like. 
he like you said he's a provocateur but he started this as a troll as like just being funny and it just went it blew out of proportion but with the proud boys thing if it blew out of proportion maybe maybe there's some marginalized people out there that felt like they they found some camaraderie in it yeah and the proud boys they're not all they're they're there's they're not racist really they're they're violent shitheads some of them right because you know there are different ways like to you know the to get in you have to like commit a felony or pick a fight with somebody all stupid right. shit like that it's all, it's just dumbass everybody wants gang to mentality. belong to something really i i've never had that mentality where i've got to fit into a certain group or something well, I, that's I because just, you spent thousands of dollars on therapy paul some of us just need to belong okay you <laughs> fucking sorry. asshole don't sorry. act like you're so much better than everybody I'm not else saying that i'm just saying that's part of the old the old lizard brain whatever uh what's the what's the uh uh, uh oh. The the swim with your hand. You made a fish hand. What what, what are you? A fish hand. The, you know, if you're in a the tribal tribal the tribal yeah. crap. It's I know it's overused term now, but it's very very true. It's like if someone made a comment on something made on on an article or a piece in the in the in the paper about you know these people must be Democrats. They're all stupid or something. Yeah. And I said, believe me, stupidity visits all people regardless of political affiliation. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> so. That's the kind of crap that I that I it just drives me crazy, or I let it drive me crazy. It's like I don't understand these comments. You know, you can't. I know plenty of Republicans that are absolute fucking worthless human beings, but they'll tell you they're Republican. I mean, absolutely people I wouldn't trust or want to be associated with ever under any circumstance. Right. Period. And the same thing goes for Democrats. And I mean, even saying that makes me sound stupid, or it makes me I don't even like it in my head. I'm going. I'm not categorizing you by political affiliation. It's so like I don't even the, like to say it. Just, what, what was that guy? The uh, the newsroom. Remember that the opening yeah. bit. He goes, "I'm not defined by who I voted for in the last election." Right. I'm I'm more. There's more to me than that. And, and but and, I know people that there's there isn't any more to them than that, and that's fucking right. sad. And they will only vote on on party stuff. I will never vote like that. I'm not voting for a party. I'm just not going to ever do right. it. Voting well, for a person. Especially when you're looking at a two-party system, which is broken and has been, and we were warned by our founding fathers by this. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're, the parties flip-flop and change over the years. Yes. And I mean, huge time after the Civil War, speaking of that, Democrat yeah, and Republican. The and party the, of Lincoln and all that shit. Yeah, like it totally flopped around. So, it, it's like, it like, so then it, knowing that, why would you have a party affiliation that lasts that long? Yeah. And that's what that's I just don't understand. Now, granted, I'm I don't know why I stuck around with the Libertarian Party as long as I did. Shit just went off the fucking rails. It made some sense to me early on and now sure. it's just like, no, not really. Well, that's okay. You you looked at it longer and they may have changed and got a little more whatever term you want to use, radical or something that wasn't aligned with you or something you didn't believe in enough and that's okay to go I'm done with this yeah and uh. and to me the only way to be is is independent I don't care if you think that you're more Republican or more de- why I'm just whatever you know I know it's, it's talking about politics but it's not really talking about because we're not talking about actual cases Are you okay yeah I'm fine what's wrong with your face <laughs> well I now that you bring it up my entire right side of my body hurts and my head because I know you flipped and fell it was so much more dramatic than slipping and falling, too. Because I've fallen before. Yeah. yeah, This was different. This was sliding down a ramp, falling on my leg, bent back way fucking farther than it should have been. Yeah. 
and uh, and then smacking my head on the ground like that was that 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 was like the this was yesterday this was yesterday afternoon yeah so obviously you hurt more I wonder if tomorrow you're gonna hurt worse or you're gonna be better than today so I thought that I was gonna hurt really really bad today and and I because it you know it happened yesterday usually the next day Mm -hmm. exert yourself in any way too much especially when you sleep you're not moving much you're not stretching things but I think what kept me from Normally that's true because you didn't stretch and you know whatever. Yeah, because you're laying there sleeping. Except that I did oh. because after I hurt myself, I worked on my feet for another four hours. Oh, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was ex- it, not excruciating, but it, like it wasn't the worst pain I've ever felt. But it's annoying because it's I'm right-handed and it like everything hurts, like mm-hmm. the right side of my neck, my traps, my ass, my lower back, my my just above like or just. Uh, below my, the back side of my knee mm-hmm. to my foot. Like, I actually, like, stretched my foot out. Like, that fucking hurt. I the arch of my foot hurts. You should limit and how much jazzercise you do from now on. You know what? I You're probably right. <laughs> I, I will do that. But anyway, uh, no, it just, uh, yeah, so, like, uh, just kind of, you know, in pain. And it's about time to take another ibuprofen. I've been chewing them fuckers up. I've got some more of those. Speaking of chewing... Yeah, this is uh, uh, Blue Planet, and that is a, what do they call that, a whale fall? Yeah, towards the... Is that what it's, it's called? The carcass is on the ocean floor. Yeah, because it, 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 it's crazy how nature does cool shit like that. Look at all that, just eating all that shit Eels up. and all sorts a of A shark stuff. goes upside down munching on it, this whale. Well, it creates its own temporary ecosystem. Yeah, and then now those, it, whatever the hell those are. As it, uh, so as it drops down... There are as it hits the see that's on the that's all skeleton. Yep, that takes like fifteen years or something like that to happen. This is a, a blue. I think this is a blue whale. You know, blue whales are fucking enormous, right? So yeah. it takes fifteen or twenty years, something like that, for it to get to that point. Because the further down you go, as it hits the bottom of the ocean, uh, the smaller the organism is that's breaking it down. Right. And, you know, on a long timeline, you're going to have something. Something's going to break it down completely. Coral will take over. And turn it into stone, which is just pretty fucking neat. Um, I have a whale bone. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do. You see my whale bone. Yeah, I hope it was. I, I have seen your whale bone. I sat on your whale bone one time. Did you? No. Oh. But you can no. sit on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to slip me a 20? Uh, yeah, I might, I might. Yeah, I work for Tips and Tips alone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together yeah, for get your dollars out. <laughs> dollars, five dollars, thank you. Oh, I do have a whale bone, though, people. It's a vertebra. It's a chunk of vertebra, yeah, from a whale that my father found in the Alaskan um, shore when he was in the Air Force uh, back in the 60s, probably. Which is really cool. Yeah. You should have it, uh, like broken up and turned into knife handles or like a sword or something it's got too much um it's too hot not hollow but i mean there, there's a bunch of uh porosity in there if you have you look at it really porosity closely, Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's your three dollar fifty cent word so uh what i'm saying is it's uh yeah and uh, there's also a russian uh they say it was a russian float uh from a from a net from fishing nets oh okay the yeah that's have, a- it was kind of a package deal i guess they were on the on the on the shore they're walking around up there doing whatever during the cold, it's probably War. a fucking land or not landmine. A, a, what are those things called? Mines? Just a mine? Well, I, I know he found these things, so he took it back and and he had it forever. And you know, he since passed away. And I went, I'm gonna take. I remember that from a kid. I remember that my entire life that whalebone in 
somewhere on in display. In yeah, the house. it was always somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, I'm, that's mine. Because it is relatively rare to have it wash up on shore. Yeah. That means that a whale beached. Yep. And yep. died because otherwise it would be at the bottom of the ocean because they don't float. Yeah. Uh, and then somewhere in the same area was this float, um, steel float. Have you seen that also? Yeah. Or not? Yeah. And someone's fisher guy there because they were there to hang out. Fisher night. guy. Fisher dude said, yeah, that's not fisher one of our. Dude. Fisher dude. <laughs> fisherman. Fisherman. Fisherman said, that is not one of ours. That's a Russian float. Oh, wow. You know, Russian uh, a float net, float net, net float. God, I'm losing it, Joe. Are, you are. You've, you've lost it. You're too busy. It's with the, the gun and the iPad and the coffee. You're... And you're in pain also. And it's snowing outside. I can't focus. Too much caffeine. Yeah. Have we had enough? Are you okay? You want to sign off? All right. No, it's up to you. No, it's fine. Give another topic? No, it's fine. Okay. Your whalebone. There was another, uh, I wanted to mention something else. I forgot what it was. Nothing, as far as you know, is going on this now Sunday again. So we're talking about this week's activities. This week's activities, nothing to report. I really don't, I don't think. Okay. Uh, no. Fair uh, enough. It's going to be a cold week, kind of snowy week. Uh, it's still forecasted for Thursday, having a best chance of snow. It's going to be a low of like. Stop. Fucking, it's a low of like 17 degrees or something. Fucking, oh, my God. <laughs> in other news, water's wet and it gets cold in wintertime. It's Feb- Can we not talk about the the goddamn weather? It's February. February, yes, that's true. What are you doing on uh, February 29th this year? I don't know. Why, what's happening then? Oh, huh, I get it. We don't have February 29th yeah, this year. I don't not, think. It's not a leap year. It's not. You mean 2019 is not a leap year? <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. I don't know why. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. Okay. Is that it? That's it. You guys have a wonderful day. Yes, do. Bye.